I'm Jake Cunningham. I'm TJ Carter. And do you follow us on social media? If not, make sure to give us a follow on Facebook at Heart of a Coach Podcast or Instagram and Twitter at HOAC Podcast. Once you give us a follow, we'd love for you to leave a comment of any future questions you would like to hear asked on the podcast. Also, any coach that you think would be a great guest, go ahead and leave them in the comment section as well. Today, we are so excited to have on our podcast, Coach Missy Bilderback, who is Jones College's head women's basketball coach. To say that Coach Bilderback has been successful would be an understatement. In her five years at Jones, she has won four consecutive division championships, three conference titles, four straight Region 23 championships, and has made four consecutive NJCAA Division I national tournament appearances. But underneath all her success, she is one of the most humble coaches you will ever meet. Being around her and her team is always such a blessing. So join us as we dive into the heart of this coach. Billy Graham said a coach will influence more people in one year than the average person will in a lifetime. A coach is a parent, mentor, and friend. They're an influencer of the next generation. All this is hard to see just watching from the stands. When you watch from the stands, you can see the coach, but you can't see the heart of a coach. So join us as we dive in a little below the surface into the heart of a coach. Coach Missy, a coach who needs no introduction, it's such an honor to have you on our podcast. TJ and I have been talking about getting you on the podcast for a couple months now, and the opportunity finally came up, and we're super excited. Coach Missy, just tell us a little bit about how and why you got into coaching. Well, first of all, thank you, Jacob, and thank you, TJ, for having me on. I'm excited to be on, and I think it's really cool that you guys are putting this podcast together, and I am thankful that I you invited me to be on today, but but definitely um, the reason I got into coaching, I, I have to say, you know, was probably because of my dad. You know, I, I watched him. He was a high school football coach in this area and just a tremendous influence on my life and um, was able to watch him coach and, and be able to enjoy a game that he loved with football and yet have an opportunity to impact young people. And um, I saw the joy that that brought him and, and you know, the, the joy it brought my family. And, um, you know, I just, you know, I guess I just grew up as a coach's kid and had it in my blood. And, um, you know, I'm a South Mississippi uh, girl. I've always lived in South Mississippi. He's always coached in South Mississippi. And so I think it's natural that I've uh, become a coach in this area and, and had an opportunity to um, coach young people. It's been a real blessing. Give us the story of your journey from playing high school, uh, college ball, to getting in the coaching realm, and now how all the doors opened for you to be at Jones now. You know, I started by, I had an opportunity. I was really fortunate being a coach's kid to only have to move a couple times. Played at, you know, McGee High School and also at Forest County HS under two really good coaches and two good programs. Um, had an opportunity to go play at Pearl River Community College. I, I actually played tennis, basketball, and softball at Pearl River, which is unique. I probably wouldn't have an opportunity to do that uh, now, you know, with the, as athletic and as things have changed, you know, over the last 20 years. But um, had an opportunity to do that. I, I met my husband at Pearl River, and we went on to submit just to finish school at that point. 
you know, and um, I had an opportunity to work with uh, and be in a class and, and, you know, Coach Kay James, who was, uh, I think it was her first year being retired and not coaching at USM anymore. She was teaching um, in the HPR in the coaching department there at USM and, and really just took a big interest in me. And um, I remember taking all of her courses and staying after class and she just kind of took me under her wing, so to speak, and really invested in me. Um, she's a wonderful person, just probably the most godly lady I know. She's incredibly, um, you know, kind and loving and um, just really set a great example as far as, you know, uh, you know, what she did and how she coached and her style of coaching, you know, was something that, you know, really had an impact on me. Um, she coaches out of love and, you know, she, she's not afraid to share her faith and, you know, I thought, you know, definitely had an impact in me and, and my decision to go on and move on to Presbyterian Christian School. And, um, you know, I was real fortunate to have, we had a really great run at Presbyterian. I had, um, you know, several just really talented, a, a bunch of talented kids that came through Presbyterian, uh, several played Division One, And, um, you know, we had a lot of success there. And so, as I began, I finished up my like my 15th year there at the, at the school, and and you know I was kind of hungry for a maybe a new challenge, something different. Um, I felt maybe uh, God tugging at my heart a little to do something different, and so really didn't know what to expect or have any plans. But um, around that time, uh, Fort River job came open, so I was looking at you know applying for that and and maybe trying to step into that. I knew a lot of people there. That was my where I had gone to college, and then. You know, not too long after Coach Summerall had made a decision to um, retire, and so um, my husband actually worked at Jones. Miss um, Gwen McGee was she's she's like family to me. She really is. And so when that job opened at Jones, you know, um, that seemed like more of a natural transition, just because of obviously Chip and Miss Gwen being at Jones. And so, and then that has been just the most awesome experience. Um, we we've loved being at Jones College. Uh, they're just great people there and people we have an opportunity to work for. And um, so, you know, that's been, that was definitely, you know, a great move. We've had success and had just had an opportunity to be around some wonderful people. And so that was a great transition and great step forward at that time. A coach like you that's had so much success, a couple of state championships at the high school level, tons of regional and conference championships at the junior college level. Tell us what it's like uh, building that success and then staying every day in that moment to make sure you're reaching your players while continuing that success. Well, first of all, you know, I feel really blessed that we've had the success that we've had. You know, we were able to to be very good at, at Presbyterian and then, you know, obviously here moving on to Jones, you know, we've just been really, I mean, it's been amazing um, the ride that it's been at Jones and the fun that we've had, you know, but definitely I think, you know, first I've just had great people around me. So it really, you know, when you have good um, people, when you work for great people, when you have hardworking and, and smart assistant coaches and you have very talented players that, that love to compete, then that success, you know, really it's about way more than me. You know, that's been a team effort and something that, you know, I'm really proud of, but yet I understand that there's been a lot of people that have contributed to that success. You know, I also think, you know, when you're dealing with athletics and sports, you know, you know, I just, I don't think that our primary goal, like obviously TJ and we love winning, you know, but at the same time, 
Like we want to be able to impact and have an influence and, you know, we want it to be more about winning. So, so I think when you look at it that way, you know, and realize that it's not about you, that it's a team effort, it, it's pretty easy to stay humble because it's, it's uh, a lot of people that go into making this thing successful. Coach Missy, uh, I have the honor of sometimes being around y'all's team. One thing that really sticks out about y'all's team is y'all have a really kind of family-like chemistry. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that contributes to y'all's success? Yeah, you know, and, and that makes me happy, Jacob, to hear you say that because that, that's so important to me um, as a coach. I, I, the chemistry that we have, I mean, you know, the the young ladies that play for me, they'll tell you how much we talk about chemistry and, and how much we work at it. You know, I think you have to really know and appreciate the person that you're um, working with and, and the, the people that are, you know, who you're playing for. And, and we have to know and appreciate and love our players. And, um, you know, we have to see each other as people first and understand that we all are going to be a little, you know, have our differences and be different. We're not all the same, but, you know, by learning to respect and appreciate each other and, and love each other, I think, you know, that just makes everything else more fun. You know, it makes it exciting to be able to share those experiences. And, you know, a season's a, a journey. It's not, you know, I mean, you got a lot of things you go through, ups and downs and good and bad, but definitely, um, you know, the chemistry and that aspect, I mean, Without without great chemistry, and if you're not on the same page, I mean, it doesn't matter how much talent you have or how great of a coach or any of that, you're not going to be successful. So, you know, that makes me happy that you see that. And, you know, that's the best part, you know, and, and that was one of the things that made it so hard when we when we um, ended the year on such an abrupt note this year with a cancellation, you know, of the NJCA tournament um, because we just really not even – you know anything more than we just enjoyed being around each other and we just hated for it to end so quickly because we just we enjoyed being able to spend every day together tell us a little bit about how in uh the college students life is such a time of transition for them they have a lot of life decisions um they're trying to work towards another scholarship um a lot of things that go into their life a lot of decisions happen in this time so tell us a little bit about how that kind of makes you a mom in a sense. They're away from home, they're away from what they're used to, and now they come to your program and uh, in a big transition time in their life. Tell us how you kind of become their mom. I definitely um, think that it's our job as as coaches, particularly on the junior college level. You know, I again, like you just said, this is such an just a important time. I mean, like they're going away from home. They're 18, 19, 20 years old. And so things are different. And so we really, um, you know, hope that they feel when they're here that that we are, you know, family away from home for them, that we, you know, if they need anything that that we are going to be there for, you know, our players and our, our kids, we, um, we hope that they feel that. And I, I believe that they do. So, you know, definitely, I mean, we have a great opportunity. Um, you know, the cool thing about junior college that is different from high school is that we have a chance to spend more time with our kids. You know, high school, they go home at 3.30, 4 o'clock or 4.30 whenever you're done practicing. Whereas at the community college level, you know, um, especially in our situation, we have two coaches that live on campus and one coach that lives maybe two miles from campus. So we really have an opportunity to spend a lot of time with our kids. And I do think that creates 
even more of a family atmosphere. And so definitely, you know, that is a goal. It needs to be more than basketball. It can't just be basketball. Um, you know, we, we certainly hope our players feel a sense of family. Do you have a story of a player who has came through your program? Uh, when they came there, they might have been struggling, going through something, and you saw a dramatic change from when they entered your program to when they left. Um, yeah, you know, there's been several kids that, you know, I think <laughs> you come to junior college for several different reasons. You know, one, maybe you want another opportunity to play um, at a higher level. Two, there may be some great issues. Um, and three, there may be just some kids that may just simply need a second chance, you know, um, to do things different. And, um, you know, I've had a few, you know, one player that probably comes to mind the most, like, is probably Wendy on Bivens um, that uh, was a transfer from Tallahassee Community College. And Wendy on uh, had left Tallahassee. She was in New Orleans and, you know, just a little bit searching for what her next move was. And um, Coach Curry down at Alabama gave me a call or shot me a text and said, hey, Missy, you may want to check out Wendy on. I think she's available, you know. So, you know, I got her number and reached out. And, you know, she was someone that just really – um, wasn't sure what she, you know, wanted to do next. She was kind of contemplating giving up basketball in school and maybe just going to work. And, you know, it was just a little lost from, from that standpoint. And so uh came to Jones and just everybody on campus adored her, fell in love with her. And, you know, it was definitely an opportunity for her to have that second chance. She graduated, I mean, was in a pretty tough spot academically, worked really hard that year. Um, I think several semesters took over 20 hours and, you know, those two fall and spring semesters and got out, graduated, and went on to Indiana State. And uh, I believe Leon's now playing especially in Switzerland. So, you know, just, just a really good story of someone that was really close to maybe just letting that go and persevered. And, you know, I think the people at Jones had great impact on her, not only our program, but just it was really a team effort as far as, you know, getting her to Indiana State and her having an opportunity to, to move on past that. Or you talked about your dad at the beginning of the podcast, and so he may be the answer here, or maybe somebody else. Could you tell us about a coach that you've had that had a positive impact on you, and a story maybe of how that they impacted you positively? And then just go into it a little bit of how has that impacted how you've coached and and shaped your coaching and leadership style? Oh yeah, I definitely have to go back to my dad just because honestly, you know, you guys, he not only everything that I believe as a coach, you know, certainly away from the X and O part because he's football and I'm basketball, right? But everything I believe as a coach, as far as leadership, how to how to interact and deal with kids, how to, um, you know, just just how to lead, um, how to coach, you know, actually actually coach is from my dad. Um, you know, obviously in the coaching, but also just, you know, he's just a great man. And, you know, I, I look up to him so much and he's just been such a tremendous influence on me to this day. I, if I have a question, if I have an, an issue, you know, trying to make a decision on how to deal with a certain situation within our program, he's the first person I pick up the phone and call. And so he's just very wise, you know, he's, he doesn't make quick decisions. He puts a lot of thought into things and, and it's just had such great experiences that, um, you know, I just really trust him and his advice. And so definitely my dad has had a tremendous impact. Um, the reason I chose to be a coach and, and he still to this day, he sits up there at every game and supports and um, 
but uh, you know, he's just been such a tremendous, just such a positive influence in my life, and I'm so thankful, you know, for that relationship. Missy, can you tell us just a little bit about what it looks like for you personally to coach for the glory of God on a daily basis? I, I've always loved, like, you know, um, the Bible verse, like Colossians 3.23, you know, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, working for the Lord, not men. And so, you know, and the way I've always thought of it is that, number one, the first part of that verse, whatever you do, you work with all your heart, you give it everything you have, you know, um, you do your very best. And then the second part is that what you do, you do for God's glory, not your own personal glory or for other people necessarily, but for, for God's glory. And so that's something that has always stuck with me. And, you know, a verse that, that I always cling to as far as, you know, maybe um, giving me strength of why I do this. And so, you know, that's something that I've kind of, you know, I hope to live by. Um, you know, and, and I hope that my kids, uh, the people that I coach and the, the people that are around me daily, there's no questions about where I stand. You know, I hope they see my faith through my actions. I hope that, um, you know, I'm a positive influence there. And, you know, so that that is my hope is just that my daily actions and the things I do daily, you know, I show Christ's love through, through my actions, you know, and through the things that I say and the way I treat other people. And so, you know, that's something that I've always, you know, been a special, uh, you know, just a positive verse in my life. Missy, we always kind of end the podcast on this question, but when your career is over, what do you want people to say about you in your career? Well, you know, first of all, I hope that, um, you know, the people that played for me and worked for me and those people, um, I hope they'll say that, you know, that I had a positive impact on them, not really from a, you know, teaching them how to shoot a jump shot or anything like that, more just that I was a positive influence in their life, that I was a, a small part of their journey uh, where they were able to go, that I had some influence and I was able to impact them in some way. Um, and then I hope the people from the outside um, just, you know, obviously I hope that they um, think of me as a genuine person that, that loves the Lord and loves her family and that, you know, oh, she won this amount of games or these games or championships, more just about how I treated people. And so that, that at the end of the day is what I hope that they remember the most. Coach Missy, thank you so much for being on our podcast. I know if you keep coaching like you're coaching, that's exactly what people are going to think of you and your legacy. Again, thank you for coming on. And I know that this podcast will impact many coaches in many people's lives. Thank you so much. Coach Missy, thank you so much for being on. I'm with Jacob. I enjoyed uh, talking today. I've enjoyed getting to know you at my time at Jones and kind of watching what you do and how you run your program. And it's so encouraging and uplifting. Thank you both. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, Jacob. I really appreciate the time spent and having me on today. Thank you.